Welcome to the Uncomfortable Conversations on Predators in Business, Community, and Culture, a podcast exploring the real-life stories of predatory patterns in our everyday lives, with episodes ranging from well-meaning white people to CPTSD and high achievers' anxiety in a world that has a fetish for peak performance. My name is Guru Nishan. I'm a disruptor of cultural indoctrination and actively support the dismantling of false identity by curating uncomfortable conversations on taboo topics hiding in plain sight. I stand committed to breaking codes of silence, shame, and secrecy in our own families, communities, companies, and cultures, but mostly within our own bodies. And welcome to another episode of the Uncomfortable Conversations podcast, folks. I want to thank you for listening and for your support and also for sharing the podcast with a friend. I know that our conversations are uncomfortable because we're covering taboo topics hiding in plain sight, but that's why we need to do it. We need to have conversations around all of these predatory patterns that are happening all around us. I'm pretty excited about today's guest. Her name is Julie Anderson, and she is a survivor of two commercial cults, which she was part of simultaneously for five years. One was a multi-level marketing company called Monate, and the other was a multi-level marketing coaching group known as Rank Makers. She began speaking out about her experiences in December 2021 by creating an anti-MLM content, mixing it into her established Gen X content on TikTok. She quickly branched out to creating content on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. She is a fierce educator and advocate speaking out on rank makers and coercion in the self-development coaching industry. Well, I'm excited to have you here. Thank you so much, Julie Anderson. Thank you so much, Guru Nishan. I'm very happy and excited to be here. This is a, uh, a real close to home topic. And so I'm really excited to kind of hear your experience and even this concept of Rank Makers, a, a coaching company for MLM. Um, but I was in the MLM, for listeners, you don't know that I was in the MLM industry for 12 years, um, from 22 to 35 or so. And um, the awareness of it as a commercial cult really only started to land in the last number of years. Of course, I always understood it as cult-ish. I always understood that there were elements of it being a cult. Um, but because I had never dealt with my upbringing, my, my religious yoga cult upbringing, I had, could never really identify it fully for what it was. And so it's really exciting. I found you, Julie, on Instagram because I'm just watching your um, IG content and, you know, I'm totally moved because I can relate to the, quote, type of coaching that you're mimicking in terms of sharing what you actually did in your system. And anyway, so I just wanted to kind of fill in listeners. I'm really excited about this conversation because it just hits a whole place of my leadership development, my sales training, my coaching development, and then what I became in the industry. And I haven't revisited this topic for over 10 years. So um, thank you for being here and for your content because it's obviously reaching people. Yeah, who knew? Creating this much, learning how to create a lot of content, uh, crank it out in the multi-level marketing industry. You can use these transferable skills when you get on the other side and want to speak out. 
No, no doubt about it. I think it's actually one of the ways that the MLM industry rationalizes um, itself in that we learn, quote, skills that you couldn't learn in, in regular school and yada, yada. Um, or, you know, it's it's real life experience skills or whatever. Um, but I would really like you to explain. So here you said in your bio, you were in a multi-level marketing company, which is a product-based wellness company. Most of us have heard of that, where you can either be a consumer of a product or you could become a distributor and, and sell it. But then simultaneously, you joined a coaching group called Rank Makers. And I'm wondering if you want to fill us in on what that is, because yes. even the concept of it is kind of blowing my mind. It's wild. A lot of people aren't aware that there's this whole other separate industry that feeds off the multi-level marketing industry. And it's largely populated by people who have figured out that the multi-level marketing industry, like multi-level marketing business model is flawed and uneconomic. And they decide, they make a conscious decision. They're choosing to do this, to become a coach. And it kind of, you don't really know about it unless you're in the multi-level marketing industry. So why it exists is because there's a more than 99% failure rate guaranteed across the entire multi-level marketing industry because that's the business model. But the reason why it's still going is because they're commercial cults and we believe that there's something wrong with our mindsets, that we need to get additional coaching, work personal development, purchase more courses, keep being more consistent tweak scripts in order to be the one that can like rise to the top of our compensation plan and bring all our people with us. So I found it was a targeted ad on Facebook. It was um, run by Ray Higdon and his wife, Jessica Higdon, but primarily Ray. And he has this thing, it's still going on and it's called Free Coaching Friday. And I was new to Monate. I think when I joined Rank Makers, I think it was about six months after I had been with Monate and I, my business had, my home business had stalled. And I thought, naturally, I need coaching. I have an endurance athlete background. I'd always had coaches like for triathlon. So I just made that make sense. I thought, well, this makes sense. Of course I need a coach. Never had any background about multi-level marketing. Didn't know anything. Didn't even think to research, you know, when I got into Monate. Yeah. So I saw this targeted Facebook ad, this free coaching Friday video, where he would answer questions, which I since learned over the years, they were always the same questions, because we always have the same questions, and he'd always give the same answers. But it really, I thought it was so helpful. I thought he was funny. I thought he was like this guru. I thought these are actionable steps I can take to grow my business. If he's giving all this information away for free on a video, what more could I learn if I join his private Facebook group? <laughs> and so I joined this private Facebook group. It was like, I think it was $20 a month US at the time. I think it's increased to like $25 a month US. So with Ray, apparent, like according to him, he was within 11 different multi-level marketing companies until, and he failed at all of them, which is what most of us experience. 99% of people experience the same thing. But then he got in with a network marketing company called Numis at pre-launch. I didn't learn about this like other rank makers until I left in, in 2021. But he was invited by the one of the founders of Numis to start at the top of the company. And this can be found on his blog in his own words. And so, but he always said, I tried 11 different companies. And then I finally decided to take my business seriously. This is why, this is why I'm like a legitimate coach. I know the mindset hacks how you self-sabotage yourself. I can tell what your limiting beliefs are. And that's what we do in this group. 
We're going to help you overcome those self-limiting beliefs. I'm going to stop you from self-sabotaging. And I'm like, I'm a big, big advocate for you. And so it, with, with rank makers, it's primarily virtual. All this stuff is going on online, but he would go live every day in this Facebook group. And when I joined, it was, you would tune in live because you think this man knows all the things. And there's this, I don't know. It's like this, you get this, you feel like a really part of something special if you're watching it live with other people in this, this group. So people from all different multi-level marketing companies or social selling, direct selling, social sharing, social retail, whatever they want to call themselves, they're all multi-level marketing companies. We are all in there together. So we feel, and we can't prospect each other. We're not supposed to. So we feel like we're better than our even our own network marketing companies. We're like this part of this um, rank makers describes itself as a special breed of network marketers. We show up with integrity and all this. So we oh tune into these. Oh my, pause. Yes. pause. Okay. We need to just take a breath. Yeah. I need to digest what's just happening here. So <laughs> seriously, because um, there was just several things. There were several gems in here. So one is essentially a bunch of different network marketers that are all at this level inside that says, I know I can do this. I can take my business seriously. So it's not just the consumer. These are people that want to build a business. So they join into rank makers and through that simple coaching access on Fridays, free Fridays or whatever, then it, you know, it's the opening door into the Facebook group. He's doing these special live trainings, which, you know, in, you know, in my days, we might call them sizzle sessions, right? Or they were like just different ways in which you have this kind of exclusive special time with somebody who has the results you want, right? So there's this aura of the guru thing going on because he's painted his story of 11 companies, meaning he's meandering, he's wandering, he's got shiny object syndrome going on. And then he finally decides to take it seriously when he has this one special opportunity that he's highlighted as the golden nugget because a friend of his gave them this ground floor opportunity, which we've all heard of in the network marketing companies of the ground floor opportunities in which that's the key, right? The key pinnacle growth period. But essentially he's using that story as a way to sell to you all why he's special and why he can tell when there's a golden opportunity after all this meandering. And so he's positioning himself as the special perfected coach, but then he's also giving you guys back the nugget saying you are all special and better than any of the other distributors in your respective companies with some sort of respective rule to not try to cross recruit each other. Because if there has to be a not cross recruit clause, because y'all would all be prospecting each other. So there has to be, that'll be an interesting talk, but that's what I'm hearing. And this is blowing my mind because essentially you are, he's creating a new level of loyalty to himself, not just the company that you're selling within. So it no longer becomes product-based based on your company. Although you joined thinking you could build better in your company by joining. You got it. I feel understood. This is a beautiful feeling. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. So keep going. Okay. Like you said, our worlds, there were 16,000 people in rank makers at its peak. There's about 10,000 now um, because a lot of people have left. At, at the time though, thousands of us would like 
tune in every day. He would go live and he would also have this myth. I've gone live every day for nine years. And then it was like 10 years, 11 years, one live video every day, at least on Facebook. So that would be happening in rank makers. But then he, so we would be watching and he had a lot of videos in rank makers. And so we would watch, we would tune in live. And then we would, um, he would say, there's like, they do a training. He'd give us an action step, like do a Facebook live video or send a message to, um, you know, 20 people today asking if they're open to taking a look. And if not, no big deal. Um, wealth, a lot of the days of the week were ritualized. Wealth Wednesday, you'd use a hashtag. You have to go out. This is to improve your money mindset. So you have to go give, uh, do a financial something for a stranger without expecting anything in return. And then if you want to post about it, only if you want to, then you use the hashtag Wealth Wednesday across social media and also you know, post in rank makers. So it's like strengthening those bonds of the community. We feel it felt really good. Like I would go out, I'd buy a Tim Hortons gift card for someone. I would just give it to them and I'd run away. But this whole point of this was to like increase his influence and to improve our money mindset, which meant that... Um, money would start flowing to us. I know how I know how this sounds. But at the time, I'm like, this totally makes sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't not make sense. There's a lot of people that would buy into these philosophies because they actually fit right in with the personal development world around habit formation, right? What you do daily, what you focus on is what you is what grows, right? What you focus on expands. So we have all these, this is what I call, um, high achievement platitudes, you know, like we have these high achievement slogans, like you can sleep when you're dead, you know, short-term sacrifice for long-term gain. And, and I heard him kind of have a, some of those tones when I heard some of your videos, but this whole wealth Wednesday. So here he gives you the option. If you want to post on it, he's basically giving you the option about whether you want to be visible. Do you feel worthy to be visible? So then you're actually pushing yourself to be visible, but he's actually doing it to increase his influence and to see he, who is most influenceable. And he's tracking that. Okay. You just made me have an aha moment there. Like that just put a lot of shit together. Thank you. There was also a day because I had a relatively high visibility and status in this group. And that just put another piece into it. There was a, another day of the week, Friday, celebration Friday. And because I had, oh, and I'll go back to about the videos of like um, how yeah. he's making a live video every day because he has different groups where we would all troop around, you know, different Facebook groups to watch him do one video here, one video there, then go live on his free coaching Friday on his public page, then go live on Instagram, then come back at night to watch him do an interview. But celebration Friday was like you could upload a video. This is so messed up. You upload a video of yourself dancing in the group and then you could celebrate anything. So it was kind of like you could celebrate that you prospected 20 people. You could just celebrate that you're just working on your network marketing business. And I love this. And this was before TikTok. So when TikTok came out, I was in my heaven. Like I love, that's what I love to do. I love to create videos. I love to fuck around with the disco light filter, the hairbrush singing. Like I just love that kind of thing. So I, and I, because I was a, like an endurance athlete, being consistent for me was very easy in this format, like of showing up every day, doing Facebook live videos. I emulated his behavior. I ended up going live every day myself for three and a half years straight on Facebook. Oh my God. Which I is so you. unhealthy. 
And I, that was at least one live video a day on Facebook. And I was following what I was supposed to do from him and, and all this, like all the- and Let's pause the, on that. Let's sure. just say three and a half years. Straight. I didn't miss Straight. a day. And every day. So I really want listeners to hear why what, what Julie's speaking here is so important in the realm and understanding of a good network marketer, okay? A good network marketer forms habits and you're creating these wealth habits or what they call success habits, right? And so even if you're not a network marketer, you could be a high achiever and you still kind of have this mindset that like what you do daily, you know, what you focus on creates that result. So this daily going live daily, you watched him and you're essentially emulating him. Yes. And he's created a system where you can hashtag Wednesday for Wealth Wednesday and how are you contributing and giving back? So there's this illusion that it's bigger than you all, right? And he's creating the one, the camaraderie of you all are special more than your lame ass network marketing colleagues over there. So stay here. There's that. And then he's creating like built in kind of a philanthropy, which is a big aspect for a lot of the reasons why any of us join a network marketing company, because we want to give back. But another big reason people join a network marketing company is the fucking fun. So the celebration Friday (laughs) meets that need of the person who wants to get on there and jiggle their ass and show the world that they're fun and free and living a wonderful lifestyle. So these things seem so random, yet they're quite strategic to create a coercive atmosphere where the, where that upline leader, he's created himself as an upline leader without a product, right? Um, Because he becomes the product, watch my training and the more training, the better network marketer you are. I I do have a question about this because he has all these people from different network marketing companies. Do people end up staying with their company or do they just become focused on rank makers and moving up the the coaching system? Because it seems inevitable that any good network marketer would jump into rank makers as a quote, better system than any company they were in. Yep, that's exactly what happens. And a lot of them become coaches too. And then the coaches, they have coaches that are called 100K inner circle coaches. And I also got funneled into that. And um, a lot of those coaches, none of them are making $100,000 a year in their own network marketing businesses, although that's what they're billed as. And that's what it's like, if you're going to take your business seriously, we have this, you take various courses, various challenges follow Ray to another Facebook live video where he'd promote, well, we're going to interview these coaches. These coaches can help you out. And so a lot of them were like, they achieved some level of success in their own multi-level marketing business, but are in rank makers. And it's all about, right. We were enthralled with him and we really respected him. So they end up, yeah, just letting go of their multi-level marketing businesses. A lot of them. They're only people are starting to speak out now. My, my, one of my coaches is one of them. (laughs) And I can, I can say that because she's like doing interviews and stuff, but that is what happened. Like she's making more, they were making more money by being employed by Ray than they were with their multi-level marketing companies. Obviously. I mean, that's like a fucking no brainer for any of us that ever hit, (laughs) did anything in network marketing. But I guess what I also want to pause on that's so fascinating with what Ray has built here. And I want people to hear that this is still going on. So Julia is actively speaking out as are other people. And 
you know, really poking the holes in a, in a very corrupt system because it obviously sounds as such. And I did watch that one video where he was gaslighting you, basically saying, if you didn't want to be here, then why did you stay here? And I just wanted to be like, I mean, that could have been my upline leader having a conversation with me, almost identical, you know, because as soon as you start to speak out about the incongruencies, the inconsistencies, the gaslighting, the manipulative techniques that are used in leadership circles compared to what's being used in the public domain, when you start to pick that up and you point it out, ooh, these guys will come on attack. And that's exactly yeah. what he sounded like. It, that's exactly what's happened. Um, so when I, uh, one of my things of waking up was um, I stopped, I took time off social media. I mean, there's a number of things that lead up to like, you know, you, me waking up. It took me about a year well, and a half. Yeah, because you're doing day, let, let's just actually qualify where you were at before you talk about the stop. Like you okay. were committed committed oh, yeah. right she's doing the dailies she's done a daily live for three and a half years straight so she's one of the people in rank makers that's doing the things you have to do to be a committed leader because this is a lead by example system so that's the other thing right so don't forget the language of your people are going to do what you do not what you say and that's why what he's trying to get you to do is the activity because if you can get people in the activity you duplicate those activities. I, you, you understand all this. This is so great. And you're able to translate it so well. Thank you. This is good. Yeah. And so also I'm doing like the Wealth Wednesday. I'm hashtagging it. I'm showing up every week doing this celebration Friday thing. So I've got, that's like a big piece. I'd have like a lot of visibility, a lot of positive feedback, attention from Ray, which is huge. Huge. There was and also, oh, sorry. I can imagine that by your attention, if you're showing up to the lives, a part of the training is saying, people are watching what you're doing. So if you come live, then they come live. So a part of it isn't just doing your hashtags, but you're trying to show up to prove you're there, the loyalty to him, but also so that others can see you and they copy you. That's exactly it. And he also had as one of these, um, like throughout the years, it was called 14 day challenges. You'd pay anywhere like $17 ish to join. And for 14 days, he would train you how to do a Facebook live video. I participated in eight of these things over the years, eight of them. And I, it's like, I just look back now. I'm like, Oh my God, but you'd get another Facebook group. They'd happen like every quarter. And he would, after he would do the rank makers live, that was called, and it still is called the Ray daily. <laughs> when you I can't saw even, that, I know. I, know. I just wanted to be like puke. I was like metallic in my mouth. <laughs> the Ray daily, Ray, daily, like, Ray, Ray daily, get a little more creative. Keep going. And so we would watch a training there, which could run like an hour or more. And then we would all who are ever participating in the 14 day challenge we would go into this group and watch him train live there as well. And I'm now looking back at that, seeing like, I, I didn't see the abuse at the time, but anyway, I'm like, I was really good at um, doing what he wanted. And so I got, a, I won a lot of these contests and I had a lot of recognition from him. So he was like promoting me all over social media saying, oh, Julie's video. And like, oh, Julie again. In fact, the very first um, contest, this is because it's like you're in a cult. So this kind of attention from like the leader is so huge. 
Um, and I, it's public recognition, right? So I want yes. people to really hear that he, you know, you're getting the attention from the main person in a public way. It's not just this private little, you might have special invitations and I'm guessing the special groups, every challenge you won or were a part of these special groups, I, I'm wondering how he changed like, did it get a little bit more like inner circle-ish? Like you're getting special information yeah. that nobody else is getting? That's exactly it. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> it's predictable. <laughs> it's only predictable if you've ever worked in leadership in any of these systems, because this is what's taught at leadership levels. But for the vast majority of people in network marketing, never hit any leadership level in which the secret meetings and they're teaching us actually how to work or not work with our people. And that manipulative technique that starts to get taught about how to praise or ignore or to do certain things based on the, the actions you want people to take. And it's so, oh. when you're in it, you're doing it because you're pleasing the leader. You're not really registering what you're being told. You're just trying to follow a system that you've bought into that you're trying to copy. And so I hear you following his system really well. Oh, Wealth yeah. Wednesdays, Celebration yeah. Fridays, doing the 14-day challenges, showing up to the Ray, Ray Daily, showing yeah. up to this free, free Fridays. Because even if you know that the trainings are repetitive by now, you're not coming for you anymore. You're coming to lead by example so that other people yes. come. Yes, I felt a responsibility. And in, in these 14-day uh, challenges, I would write all these helpful tips for people and encourage them. I know you're going to feel nervous, but you can keep doing. And I, this was all like, I just felt like so um, grateful <laughs> to be part of such an amazing community. This is important too, because I'm now piecing yes. this together with what you're saying is I also went to rank makers have live events like Monations, like with Monate, they have all these multi-level marketing companies have their conventions. So does rank makers. So this, I'm doing all this Mon 8 stuff, but I'm Mon, like Rank Makers is taking over my life. And I'm like hashtagging Rank Makers. Every time I do a 14 day challenge, I'm doing four, like live videos every day. And I'm hashtagging 14 day challenge, talking about like Ray, which he loves. Like that's the more attention I didn't, but I'm thinking that this is really going to grow my business. This is just what I have to do, but I feel really good doing it at the same time. I went to a rank makers live event in Florida and two of them. And the, the first one where I met Ray is like when I, because I was doing these celebration Friday videos, this is so embarrassing, but it's like one of the things they, they try to control you with shame. They try to silence you with the shame of not speaking out. That's right. But I decided to like, no, fuck it. I'm going to own it. So this is like me owning this part of this story. Cause it's important. Cause it gave me status in this group. That's right. I met him and I'm like, oh, hey, and you know, can we get a selfie together? He's like, yeah. And he's like, I know. How about you start doing your Friday dance and then like, I'll join you in the clip and then, you know, you can post it and be sure to tag me on social media. So, I mean, I thought this was fucking great. Like, I thought it was so hilarious. Um, so we did. And my friend videoed it and then I put it on social media and I'm in Florida at this live event. A lot of, there are people there now. He has people that are clients that are at the top of their pyramids. And I mean, they're paying a lot. They can be, he was saying in one of the 14 day challenge videos that I'm currently like looking back at that they were paying 20,000 or $25,000 for six hours. 
at his house, like a half day session. So I don't know what they're paying per year, but he has a lot of people there. There were at the time it was called Top Earner Club. I don't know what the name is now. But as soon as that video goes out, whole oh, you should have seen everybody. I'm walking around like this con like this hotel in Florida. I'm like standing in line for coffee. I had all these people coming up to me, these millionaires apparently. Oh, I saw you dance with Ray. Oh, this and I was even at the time, I'm like, this is weird. Like I respected him. I I like to fuck around, like to dance around. I, I enjoy doing that kind of thing. But I also was like, he's just a guy. Like, why are you, you, none of you cared who I was yesterday. Suddenly, just because there's this video of me like dancing with this guy, which is like this, so stupid. But I noticed how, how obvious, like everybody was treating me so differently. And that carried through, like from like 2019, there was, I had done like this, this is what I wanted to go back to. I'm so sorry. I'd written these notes. You'd given me amazing questions and prompts to help me we'll get it collect my thoughts. Okay. <laughs> and I want to thank you for that because this is the first time I've written anything down and I have pages of it and it, and it, and so thank you for your encouragement and support there. Yeah. But, it is tough to, um, when we're processing to really kind of, uh, have a timeline of things. Cause it's not, it's, you know, it's so enmeshed and sometimes we can't even we haven't even unpacked half the things that put something else together. And that's what can happen in this conversation. So I hear you. Uh, it's, it's literally what's happening right now. When you like reply, I'm like, I never even thought of, I never even put that piece together. The first 14 day challenge I did, there was a pre-contest. So ridiculous. Anyway, I won this thing. So I got a lot of exposure from Ray. Ray nicknamed me Julie the Dominator Anderson. <laughs> okay. And so that was another important piece that like looking back where I had this, I had a lot of attention from him. And so I did feel like, um, I felt very grateful and I thought like, oh, he believes in me. I am going to, and so I did, I did, I purchased like all the courses. I did all the challenges. I helped other people. I cheered them on and then eventually moved and I applied to qualify, which will take anyone the 100k inner circle coaching program and I was and in that for, pay for that 800 bucks us a month <laughs> for me that's what I was doing oh yeah <laughs> that doesn't count the other groups I was in affiliated with rank makers and this doesn't even count what's going on with Monique <laughs> wow um yeah. so I want to just I want you to remember your spot because I want you to still stay on the chronology of your of your story <laughs> but I just I need to land some of these points um it's called rank makers because I want people <laughs> to hear that when you're in a network marketing company, when you accelerate through the compensation plan, you're hitting a new rank. Okay. So you're hitting rank. So the whole intention for anybody that's quote serious as a distributor to reach leadership levels in a multi-level marketing company, you make rank and you're only as good as your met last month's rank. Okay. So you might've hit a level of 50,000, a hundred thousand, you know, years ago. So you'll have that title, but you won't be qualified at your rank. And so there's just a big thing to understand within the ethos of what Julia is describing here of why daily habits become monthly results. And like, this is the type of language you're fed over years and years. And because it's a bit synonymous with like peak performance talk, they'll give you outside multi-level marketing books, like The Magic of Thinking Big, or Think and Grow Rich, 
or other types of wealth building concepts so that you have the illusion that you're building wealth for yourself. But what you, the illusory process is that you aren't building wealth for yourself. You're building wealth for whoever system has created this replicable model of getting a bunch of people doing things. It just makes me sick, right? It makes me sick to hear it. So rank, I wanted to cover that. I also wanted to say that you're talking about how your company, Monate or Rank Makers, okay, both of these had live events. So every network marketing company generally has a company-wide event and network marketing companies in general have been known for their self-development training. And so what Ray is doing is not a new concept. It's basically a spin-off of what network marketing companies have been doing for eons, where they have this side hustle gig called the self-development. And so whether it's tapes, courses, uh, videos, in-person training, Super Saturdays, Super Tuesdays, Wealth Building Wednesdays, you know, and, and they convince you that if you work as a team and you give your blood, sweat, and tears to other people's teams, that the law of nature of reciprocity will work in your favor. So you're basically helping the whole damn company grow in the name of reciprocity, but you're not actually getting paid on any of that effort. And I'm only saying all these things because it sounds like you got really good at that. You won the things, did the prizes, showed up for the hashtag, supported your, your sidelines, supported your uplines, supported in all ways. And then you get in, and then you get attention, which only keeps you moving up the rank makers because you're Julie the Dominator Anderson. <laughs> yes. And you're getting attention worldwide. So now because he's put his attention on you, other people know who you are. And even though a part of your brain knows, that's stupid. Why are they giving me attention just because of that? Another part of you is like, woo, woo, woo. And yes, and, and that's human nature. It's not even stupid. So I, I hear you calling these things stupid, but they're not. They're not actually at all. They are very much coded language within a circle of belonging and getting very natural and needed attention within a system that you worked hard in. This is really, really refreshing because you understand everything. I feel so understood. Thank you. Um, there's and and there, because there's so much to explain about being in the multi-level marketing industry, especially if people don't know don't like the, the depths. And with which rank is, makers, oh sorry. I was just gonna say, which is why you have to qualify, right? You're trying to qualify. Oh, this is gonna yes. sound so stupid, but it doesn't. To me, yes. I hear it and I'm like, oh, I could, I'm in that room with you, girl. You know, so go ahead and just share it like we feel you, because even if people okay. don't get it, they need to. They just okay. don't get, they don't get it yet. And, and it's not our job to get it. It's our job just to feel the experience, you know? Thank you. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you explained about rank makers, like why it would be called that. And I never did rank up in the five years I was in rank makers. In fact, I lost rank. The highest rank I ever achieved was before I joined rank makers. Wow. But yeah. once you're in the system, you don't notice those kinds of things, do no. you? So I thought there's something not- wrong with my my mindset. I need to work. I have to, um, I have to get coaching. That's the next natural step. And he explained all the stuff that he was doing to us. I remember at rank makers live in Florida, there was this like a chart, like these lab um, stairs. And he says, you know, people start at free coaching Friday and then they get into rank makers. Then they do the 14 day challenge. And then they get into 100 K inner circle. 
And it was weird because I felt I had, I was signing up again. I was renewing my inner circle membership at the time, but I almost felt like, I felt like I was in a trance state. I felt like, did I just sign up again? Like, am I, am I supposed to sign up again? Do I, do I sign up again? And I now know that that's part of being like in a large group awareness training, but I went to the back of the room and I'm like, I guess I need to sign up again. I was like, I remember being confused, but I had already been in inner circle coaching. And then I renewed again for more inner circle coaching, because if you want to achieve the Holy grail of the six figure income, that's what it is in network marketing. Like you want to achieve that. And the only way you can rise to that rank, you know, of that getting that six figure income is to take all these people with you. You can't achieve it on your own. You're actually helping people. <laughs> that's what we believe. You know, that's what yeah, I believe. It is exactly. And, and, but see, this becomes a level of our indoctrination that you're not actually, you never get a pause and actually assess whether that's true, right? You're not actually running a business where you actually get to like check the budget and actually like balance the books, right? Because there's no time. You have to do another thing. You have to do the next thing. And it's a part of the strategy because then you never pause and be like, what, I haven't even moved up rank in rank makers in all this training, but it's always your fault, your mentality, you're not doing enough. And so that's, what's so interesting about you saying when you did decide to finally pause, you didn't even say, I'm interested in this folks. You just paused. Now you might have more stories to tell before you get to that, but I just wanted to just acknowledge, like, I hear you, you, you wanted to just pause. You didn't say like, I'm done, everybody. You were just, you just took a break from this daily thing for three years. Yes. And suddenly you start getting publicly shamed instead of publicly praised. Exactly. It shifted overnight. It literally Over one day. Fucking night. I know it so well. Yeah. One yeah. fucking day and yeah. you fucking are off people's sweet list. And like, what yeah. just happened? That was the weirdest shit ever. Exactly. And so I decided it was March the 14th, 2021. There had been other things. I had like Yaniel Alich talks about the shelf in the back of your mind of things that like contradictions and things that you see that bug you, but they, it's not enough weight to break that shelf. And um, so maybe that's what was happening. There's like all these little things, you know, that were building up. But that day I decided I'm not doing a Facebook live video anymore. It's it's not healthy. I had watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I need to take time off social media. This is ridiculous. I shouldn't be in fear if I miss one live video one day. So I made a post like, and I'm thinking like, who, who's going to care? I'm just like, oh, it's been a ride. Thanks so much. I'm, but this is uh, not healthy. Like I want, it's taken over too much of my life and I'm just not going to do live videos anymore. Well, it caught Ray's attention because the next day, March 15th, 2021, he does a Facebook live video, which I've now since learned, this is a pattern of behavior with this guy. If you disobey him, he does a Facebook live video about you. And this oh fucker God. has made a lot of live videos about me since I left and then started speaking out. But he's been crafty because then he doesn't say my name anymore. But everybody knew he, who he was talking about because I had all these people tag me in the video. So I go into Rank Makers and I see, I don't watch the video. I'm like, I can tell what it's about because I also have three people reach out to me. One is a friend that I had kind of, like I had just, we hadn't been like super friends, but just like culty friends, like you're in the same cult. She said his name. She says, Ray made a live video about you. And I agree with whatever you want to do. And my other, the other person was my coach. She had been my inner circle coach. She didn't say his name, 
that she, and it's, it's important to say like when the one my one friend said his name because it stood out for me at the time I'm like I didn't understand the import of it but I was really impressed I'm like whoa she said his name my coach my previous coach she said I don't care what anyone says about you kind of thing like you do whatever is important for you and and the other one was his like his employee was like top member success manager she sent me a message she's like I just want to make sure you know you're quitting doing live videos for the right reasons. I'm sure it's not because of like Ray saying that you can't handle haters or whatever. Why are these people reaching out to me? And what the fuck is he making a video about me for? He's not not mentioning my name. So that kind of was like, that was my last day I went into rank makers. But that was March 2021. So that was that long ago. March no. 2021. So can I can <laughs> I get clarify? Can I get clarification? Sure. So you were consistent, consistent, doing the thing. You're Julie the Dominator. You're in the special events. You're doing the groups. You've gone to the lives. You're in the 100K. You applied again. You've obviously 800 a month. That's some money. Um, and that's like a monthly commitment. You're in that monthly yeah. to get regular ongoing coaching. And you didn't nothing else had happened before this one day uh -huh. you decided to, there were other other things. So there oh, was yeah, there were. to this. Okay. Okay. Yes. Do you want to give us, do you want to give sure. us some of that build up? Sure. It was because I started on TikTok. That was the real like catalyst here. So okay. I, I get on, so, you know, I'm like in the personal development space. I really like listening to Gary Vaynerchuk and Ray fucking hated Gary, Gary V, which there's like a part of me that I'm like, I like that he didn't because I want to do something different. And he said to get on TikTok. And I thought, well, I've got nothing to lose. I'll check out this app. So this is like August 2019, before the pandemic. And I get on TikTok and I love it. Like this is for me, how I create and speak out and have ideas and connect with people. Like that was made for me. I loved it. And I was able to create without having to be ruled by rank makers, by Ray's strict rules, by Mon 8. I'm like, I want to create just to create. I don't want to have this ulterior motive all the time about creating curiosity. So then someone is going to reach out to me so then I can initiate a conversation. And then we, you know, I just want to like fuck around and just be free. And I was, and not have to be like, I, I can only post two times a day. I can make 18 pieces of content a day. I can duet with people. I can take a potato and throw it and just watch it bounce on the grass and put it to some music and just post it and just see what happens and not care and not care if I have followers, not care, just have fun, just purely create. And I've started to get like success, whatever that means, followers, numbers. I, I, it doesn't mean anything in the real world, but um, I started to get like more and more followers. And I started to get, I started to grow pretty quickly. And also I noticed, um, I noticed right away, holy shit, this could be like, this is going to teach people how to create compelling content. It's all about stories. Uh, TikTok at the time, they had, um, it was it differently had this discover page where it would show you every day, a new hashtag that was trending and a new audio clip that was trending in a funny way, like that only TikTok could do. And a new filter, maybe your face would turn into a unicorn. Like Facebook and Instagram had never seen the likes of this. And it would teach you how to create a compelling story in 15 seconds or less, or you could like go up to a minute. But I thought this is, and, no, and you could, 
I could see the potential right away. You could then post this to like Instagram or to Facebook. Nobody had seen this before. This is fresh. You're tapped into the newest trends. It's fun. So, so I'm like, I got to tell my coach. Everybody needs to get on TikTok. Like, look at, I've got, like, it was like in, I don't know, 16 days or something. I had a thousand followers and I'm like. Are you using it to sell Monate? Are no. you using it to sell anything? You're just no. using it to just be you. I'm using it to be me. However, I was making a little, like, there's probably, there's probably like handful, maybe five to seven pieces of content out there that I made that was like about Monate. Sure. But not the, the vast was like, I was just having fun, but I could see. But you're starting the, to see the potential of it in yeah. terms of being able to use it as a business tool. And obviously yeah. you're saying nobody in, in Rank Makers was using that because he was actively teaching against it. Yeah, because Got it's it. not his idea. So I tell my coach. It was Gary V's, right? Okay. It was Gary V's, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Narcissists don't like that. Yeah. no. I tell my coach, because uh, I have a phone call with her once every two weeks for 30 minutes, which by the way, she's getting paid $22 for session. All the rest of that money is going to Ray. <laughs> it's like crazy. But Oh my God, I'm sick. I'm sick. I, I know. Oh God. And I'm like, you got to get on TikTok. This is so much fun. I can't believe blah, blah, blah. And she's kind of like, she's skeptical and reserved because the direction hasn't come from Ray. And Ray... They rec- uh, this is something else I learned. They record all our coaching calls. Some of uh, some of the coaching clients I've spoken with since I've left, they didn't know. They were never informed that this was taking place. I was informed that it was happening. And I'm like, okay, that sounds totally reasonable. Like, oh my God. But he then started to do these Facebook live videos on in his group, Rank Makers, and also in Inner Circle Coaching, which then his coaches that are like a higher status, we all respect them. We think they're amazing. They're, they parrot his behavior. So he keeps calling it ding dong. And it's clear. He's talking about me. Like, you're so stupid. Why would you be on? He says, there's Facebook, there's Instagram, and then there's ding dong. He's, it's not like TikTok sounds anything like ding dong. That's purposely saying it that way. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no way he's talking about me. Is he like, really? Like, no, no, no. I kept like doing that kind of thing in my head, gaslighting myself, I guess. And, but I started to see like, you know what, he's not promoting it, but I'm growing and I'm having fun. And I could see that even if I don't post about Mon 8, there's a potential for people to follow me onto Facebook or Instagram on their own. Cause I thought this was an ethical thing to do. <laughs> they would just like my content. So they would naturally seek me out on another platform and then they might sign up, which it, that did happen with a couple of people. Thank God they left when I left Mon 8 too. I'm like, this is, I've woken up. Like we got to get out of this thing. Thank God they did. Some didn't, they're still in. I hope they get out, but so well, I'm so starting I was to gonna ask that were people yeah. tracked based on how like was the goal to bring people into rank makers and then they were under you just like in a team? No, you would want to I would want to bring them into like Mon 8, like my multi-level yeah. marketing so-called business and then encourage them to join rank makers. But I wouldn't they I wouldn't be getting any cut. It's just they'd be just paying it to Ray. But I thought the coaching was so good, so valuable. He had books as well to sell. So you use that as the way to support, educate your team as if that was going to help them. So that was kind of the big sell was that, that if you 
you keep create the loyalty through your team in your network marketing company, and then you encourage people to go direct into rank makers, but he could easily then influence them. And then they could just be able to become a part of his system and not be in your team anymore at all. Yeah. They would still be under with me with Mon8, but not, but however, but not would they be with rank makers. However, you make a good point because, um, a lot, the coaches, of course, they have more visibility in the group and they've got a lot of respect. So people would MLM hop. They're like, well, I'm not really seeing success here. So I'm going to sign up with this rank makers coach. And well, because and it's the- wild to me because you would think that in rank makers, there would be some way to protect your team from being quote cross recruited into a coaching system in which they're no longer under your influence. But it sounds like that wasn't a part of it. It sounds like that's actually part of the underlying mission that he's doing that somebody like you that isn't familiar with how network marketing works, you know, a new person in MLM, you don't know that those types of cross breeding happens and cross recruiting. And and that, that a lot of leaders, it makes me go back to when you said he had the top earners group, like who's to say they aren't just his friends from, from other companies and that they're, cause most of the quote top leaders I've ever met network marketing made money once, but the only reason they were making money actively is because they hopped, took their team into another company and made a little bit of money and then got to use that story for a while until they hopped to a new company and got to make a lot of money, but they never you've, actually built anything in one company. You've, you've got it. They bounce from, um, Founding a new company, they get invited to start at the top of the pyramid in each network marketing company. So they just bring their whole downline, follows them, and they think, well, look at, I've already ranked up and we haven't even launched our first product. That's everything that you're saying. And and they use this story. So a new, fresh, we call it fresh blood, right? The fresh new person that's like geeky eyed and excited just to get (laughs) on stage to get their pin for having bought $4,000 worth of stuff. You know, you haven't earned a thing. You just bought your way in, but you're excited because there's a natural thing that happens of endorphins that happen when we get put on stage and we get attention put on us. So it is extra bothersome when you're talking about how he put, because so much of this is virtual. It's got to be amplified virtually because- It is. Because here you suddenly get publicly praised or publicly shamed in a way that I could feel your confusion. Like- how could he possibly be talking about me? If, he, if he's got a problem with me, why wouldn't he just come to me? But in your mind, no, like why would he possibly do a live video about me but not actually address the issue? Because yeah. he's not there to try to resolve the issue, isn't he? Yeah, no. He's there to publicly shame you. Yeah, and I, I got, when you said that about um, being on the stage, this just was another piece of this. Um, it's it's challenging to talk about my experience because Monate and Rankmakers happened at simultaneously. So, but rank makers like dwarfed it. And there's so many things going on at the same time that it's challenging to put it like chronologically, which is why I'm hopping all around. And I really okay. apologize. Okay. I apologize to your listeners if it's challenging to follow. No, but, no, I don't think so. Um, We're making at, sense. At, uh, I had started on TikTok in August, 2019, but October, 2019 was the second rank makers live event and i was on stage with ray at rank makers so we got a photo of just us together on stage and then we're in a lineup with like high visibility people in like rank makers for some bullshit reason it was like oh you did wealth wednesday every week like i could just see now with these manufactured reasons and like he has his arm around me i've got my arm around him it's like oh we're so happy and he used that clip 
in so many subsequent videos on his YouTube channel to promote the Higdon group, even after I started speaking out against him. So I need to, so there's like that added also visibility of like, oh, being special, you have this attention, but then like uh, that was something when you, when you were talking about that, I'm like, oh, that, that happened too. It's so big. I think that, that so much of the psychological coercion that happens to us when we're in these um, commercial cults, it's so illusory. So you don't know what's happening. A part of you, your own intellect is kind of clicking in and you're like, that was weird. But you know, another part of you is so committed to becoming a quote, better person that you're not going to let some sort of manipulative one-off ruin your, your goal. Right. But we, we haven't realized is so much of the indoctrination has taught us that. It's taught us to see the manipulation and then unsee it and just keep focused because we got to celebrate Friday. Like, think about somebody worse off than you and let's give it, you know, it's built in. So the moment you do start to doubt, you start realizing your own self-development cues kick in. Like, I didn't realize how manipulated I was because I was so aware on some other level. And so I'm just, I'm pointing it out because I'm noticing it in the way you're telling the story because I can, I can. I can identify it. I'm like, oh yeah, there's, that's an example. And I know what we did. Everything you're saying, I'm just like so blown away because you get it. I'm like, yes, yes. You know, it's so, it's so nice to hear because I felt like I've been like on the defense for so long, not that it's been that long, but um, when I, when I started on TikTok and I got so much pushback also from the coaches and they would say things to me like you just want it for attention I'm like that's why we create content we are looking for attention like we're doing a social media challenge like what the hell are you posting on Facebook for the whole point is to get engagement that also stuck out to me so I started to see I'm like I've proven him wrong like he is so wrong and yet, so that, that was like a big moment. Like, I think one of the first big cracks in my mind, if he could be wrong about this, what else is he wrong about kind of thing? Mm-hmm. It gave me more room and I had more confidence. Cause I was like, I had a, I was, I had another life on social media outside of this all encompassing like rank makers. And in, then it was like the pandemic hit. And I didn't like how, like he was a, how he was dealing with it. He was downplaying it. He was like, it's not, it's, I mean, really, is it going to, we're not going to turn into zombies. It's going to be over in three months. Keep showing up for your multi-level marketing business. Um, At the same time, they had just released this reality show Mm. that was, fuck, this is, there's so much to talk about. This is the thing, like even within the chronological, like of this happened on this year, there's all this other stuff going on. Within yeah. the Higdon group, rank makers, 14-day challenge, play to win this reality show, 100K inner circle, goal-guided power group. There's all this stuff. So it's that's why it's like challenging for, for me to speak out about this. Um, it's also so compact still. So I would just invite you to just give yourself time. Okay. You know, okay. you don't actually have to make sense of all of it because it's compact, right? So you just take one item out at a time. Okay. <laughs> I know. I want it like all, I want like, this is everything. Like, look at this. Um, Make this man true. stop. <laughs> and it's true because um, what I, what I hear and the, the detriment of what I'm hearing the most is these systems keep us in performance and productivity mode. And like, for what? 
Like, what are we doing it for? Right. But we never get to stop and do that. And so the slogan literally becomes, um, what was this one? Um, if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. And so like, think about that for a second. <sighs> okay. So maybe I'm in a cycle of dying, but guess what? I'll grow again. You know what I mean? But the performance industry and this type of a system like gets us to extract ourselves in the name of validation, right? And we're, it's, I'm tired listening to it. So I can only imagine yeah. how much you hold. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And, and I also want to point out that his system, what he created, my network marketing leader, he built that type of system too. And he built a system, but it was linked in to the company we were with. So he, we promote, he taught me the same. That's why I relate to this so much. He taught us focus on building the training and the training will build your company. So I became the prodigy of that. And so I really do understand what you're talking about when you are the one. And then, and they, it sounds so stupid when you think about it, but like I was in the super eight club, you know, like what the fuck is the super eight club, you know, but it's getting eight people enrolled every month. And I did it for eight to 10 years straight. I mean, something asinine, you know? So when you say I went live, my network marketing days, we weren't live. So the impact of what I'm hearing your story really speak to, which is just, it's, it's emoji brain explosion over here, is the impact of what it means to take this level of high performance training into social media space. So not only are they trying to train you in daily activity and daily visibility and all the reasons that's important, but once you got excited about it for your own genuine fucking reasons, now they're trying to corral you in and publicly shame you as a tool yes. to get you to stop doing something that's actually feeding your own inner juices. It, it's sick. Yes. And, and, you know, this is so good. I, I'm really loving this conversation because it is pulling out all these things in the way I guess they're meant to come out. One of the biggest things for me uh, doing these Facebook live videos, I wasn't aware at the time what I was doing, but what we're taught to do within rank makers and what Ray still teaches to do is to emotionally manipulate people. There is a format. We share our childhood abuse, our trauma. And we use all kinds of trigger words and we were trained to like really get emotional and then pull it back and then do an effective call to action. And then have people reach out to you and then just have, just have a conversation with them and then see if they'd be open to taking a look at making some extra money online. That's another level of shame of like, I didn't realize what I had been doing for years. I was I was trained to emotionally manipulate people using shit I should not have shared on social media. I live, I mean, you're on social media. All these people know, people in my community, when I leave, I'm getting work. Everybody knows everything. That's when I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to own it all. This fucker isn't going to keep anything on me. I own my shame. Mm, mm, I just commend you. It's really fucking hard. This level of, of psychological manipulation, it's so sinister and it's so twisted and it's so distorted and it's done in the name of, of 
growth, the name yeah. of, of, of peak performance, of excellence, of wealth building, of becoming the top 1%. Like, yeah, so I just, I'm so proud of you. The owning the process, it is, it's a, it's another level of gravity to realize the amount of people we've impacted by using the manipulative tactics yeah. that got used on us. But you know, it's, we have to start by saying I was in a cult. Yeah. You know, like I got manipulated and the yeah. gravity of how I then transferred that is going to continue to unravel, you know? Yeah. And so, um, because when I, it was December, 2021, I like okay. finally woke up March 15th. He had made that first live video about me. There'd been those previous things that had the happened. Ding dong, TikTok, ding dong, the pandemic. I didn't like what was going on there. I could see yeah. he, oh yeah. He also asked me to do a training on TikTok after he had like shamed me about it. And I was so happy. I thought, absolutely, I'll do this. And so I sent like, it was like back and forth messages about how long it should be. And I got it down to 17 minutes and 33 seconds. I still have this video. <laughs> and I sent it to him and he sold it. And I never, he never said he was going to sell it. And he, I never got paid for it. <laughs> Lord, I'm like, I respected this guy. I thought he had so much integrity. I thought he was like this amazing businessman. He had asked me to do a TikTok training. He put it together with other people's TikTok training and framed mine as bonus number two with a $27 value. And that was never offered anything. I never even thought that he was going to sell it. I and he and sold it, it as a part of a rank makers process, product. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And it was uploaded at one time into this, they call it Higdon Group University, if you can believe it, all the courses, I still have access to it. I have no idea how I still have access to it. So I'm doing like YouTube reactions. I'm just like, all right, let's go. I'm going to expose it all. But it was in there. And then they deleted it after I started speaking out. But Good. it's like they had some of his flying monkeys come after me when I was starting to speak out about not getting paid for this, because this was something that helped me wake up. And yeah. They were like, well, you should have, you didn't value yourself enough, Julie, because you never initiated negotiations for this price. I was like, I never even thought to, because I just respected him. I would never do that to someone else. So therefore I thought that he would never do that to me. So that was another big piece of that. So, but it's still, even with these things, all this stuff going on, it still took me till December, 2021, before I finally woke up. Um, I'd watched Lula Rich. I had virtually attended Monations and I could see there was this huge, big religious pivot. So oh yeah. Monations are the events of the company Monate, right? Monate. Yeah. Like, listen to that. Like, could you get any more creative network marketing companies? I mean, my company was just as bad. Don't, don't get me wrong. No, they're all bad. I know. They're yeah. all bad. Right? Yeah. Ours was called Success University, Rhino oh. Success University, oh. because rhinos have thick skin. <laughs> You know, and then before you know it, you're wearing apparel with these big old red rhino and yes. you're just like, Jesus. And you're, you know, but you, again, a part of you is doing it because you're leading by example. You're trying to follow the system because the system quote is what's supposed to get you success. And so a part of you buys into that until the results don't show that. Right. But you don't have enough time to actually see what the results are. I want to go back to how they just gaslit you. You didn't value yourself enough to negotiate that video before you gave it to him. And, yeah. you know, this is a really hard line. Um, 
business response, you know, and I, I just, I have to caveat it here. It's sick is what it is. It's sick. Um, it's called uninformed consent. That's what exactly. it's called people. Exactly. Okay. And while it is true that if you're entering into a business negotiations, um, one should advocate and negotiate for themselves, but for money coaches and leadership coaches and, and self-development coaches to be teaching us about learning to value ourselves, to know our worth, to be able to increase our economic status, to change classes for, for lack of a better word, class status, to promote this six figure a month, six figure club. You're talking about changing your class status. You're reaching a new plateau of economic havingness. You're learning developmental cost capacity of how to do that, right? How to create wealth building, legacy building. This is some of the language. And then they turn around and say, well, you didn't value yourself enough to protect your content before you gave it up to somebody. Um, it, it's just, it's such a distortion of truth because while that is true, anybody can take your content. The truth is it's yours. Yeah. It's yours. You didn't enter in business negotiation. You were offered, no. you know, he asked this anyway, it, it, it's just, Oh, that kind of stuff. It makes me it's mad too. So like, mad. yeah. Like he's a fucking cock. Like who would do that? Like really? You're just going to take my training and sell it. And then like, that's what you do. You think that that's okay behavior. You think that that is ethical behavior operating with in alignment, being congruent and having integrity, really? And, and this is the language he uses with this is training, the, yes, right? That's why Operating was, in yeah. integrity. That's why I was yes. clarifying. In alignment. This is what we're talking about. Using language where the people representing it aren't operating from that capacity. And he hasn't just done it to me. This is else I found, like a little pattern of behavior, but it still took me a while before I woke up and got out and then began speaking out. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So you start to wake up. He, mm -hmm. uh, he's, he puts this training up that gave you the, the final straw. Mm -hmm. And that is still 2020. It was only until 2021 when he does that live video about me in the group. And then I'm out of rank makers. I'm like, no, I'm not going into that group anymore. I still had, I had purchased a lifetime membership. I was a lifer. <laughs> And then Monations, Monates event happened, I think, in September 2021. And it was then there was like a cascading, like awareness. I needed, it was almost like a rush. Things started to accelerate my understanding. I, I started to listen to different podcasts, see other anti-MLM creators on yeah. YouTube and on TikTok. And I was like, I read Stephen Hassan's book, Combating Cult Mind Control, Freedom of Mind. I got Ponzinomics from Robert Fitzpatrick. I'm like, I was yes. feeling sick trying and putting it down. I'm like, I can't even read this. This is like, what have I been a part of? But it was like this growing, it was things were speeding up my understanding. And, um, and then it was like, by it was getting close to December. And I thought, well, I'm just going to let my market partner status lapse with Mon8. That's the distributor. If you pay to sell with Mon8, that's what they call it, market partner. It's going to lapse in May. I'll just let it lapse. And I couldn't understand when I was looking at other people speaking out about leaving their multi-level marketing companies, why they would send a resignation letter into their MLM. Because I thought, well, just let it lapse. Like, what's the big deal? But 
as my understanding grew, I wanted no part of it. I wanted out. I didn't want to take a dime from anybody, any customer that was with me, nothing. I wanted out. And then I got it. And so I sent them a, an email. It took them about a month before I was finally free. But then as soon, like it was mid-December before I had actually left Mon 8 and I was still part, I still was not like kicked out of Rank Makers group. <laughs> I left on my own, but they say they they said uh, they escorted me out. It's so funny. Of course <laughs> they do. Because they yeah. have to be in the upper position. They couldn't yeah. be on the defensive. <laughs> they have to be on the offensive. Yeah. They got to have so, a good story about why these people leave. That's it. And so I started speaking out. I started speaking out on TikTok because I had a way bigger platform there than Ray. And I still do. So I felt safe. I did not feel safe on Facebook because that's mm -hmm. the home of rank makers. And I was still quite, I was, I had just woken up. I thought I had figured stuff out. I'm like, oh no, I need to send my resignation email in. I need to, I'm out of rank makers. This is gross. I'm starting to realize what I had been a part of, but I did not realize what I had been a part of as the months went by. It started like the magnitude of what I'd been a part of and what, how I had manipulated people, how I'd been used it just, it hit me with a physical force. Mm. It was about four months out. I sent an email to a psychologist. I'm like, I need help. Like, do you have, um, do you have experience with working with people in cults and do you support the MLM industry? Mm. And then thank, thank God I got in to see this guy and he was really good. He had not, he didn't know a lot about the MLM industry, but he was like, I, you know, he, he learned on his own and it, he noticed right away the different or the similarities between abusive relationships and cults. cults yeah. So I was able to get into therapy, but those first four months were rough of just speaking out. But I felt like it was important for me. I, I'd interviewed Susan Dones, one of the Nexium nine. Do you know, you know Susan Dones? I mean, oh. I know of yeah. her. I don't know her, fuck. but yes. She fucking yes. reached out to me on Instagram. I'm like, holy fuck. So yeah, so she had, she was one of the first whistleblowers of Nexium, which was a multi-level marketing company, which yeah. anyway. Um, and I a was, personal development one, folks. Yes. Like, this is a really important one to understand because when I saw Nexium, I could again relate it because it had so much to do with bettering yourself and excelling in, in, in who you are. And man, I told my mom, I was like, man, I would have been hooked on that sucker. Yeah. I'm so glad I didn't end up there. <laughs> and this, you know, so before I, I had left, it was like after, you know, I don't, maybe it was like three or four months after I started, I watched the vow and the vow is like fucking rank makers. That was like, oh my God, the similar, what I had it's seen with Lula Rich. Yeah. Oh, just, I was like, this is, this is wild to me. So why am I going all over the place with Susan Dones when she reached out to me on Instagram to do? I'm so, I'm so sorry, Garuni Sean. Don't be. I want to be like. Don't feel bad. I, awesome. I, I always I look at other people. They're so fucking articulate and they're like calm and they speak and I get all over the place and I don't know if I'm ever going to be at the place where I can can speak coherently. That's why I like to dance on TikTok. <laughs> I think you're pretty coherent. So keep it going. Thanks. Keep it going. All right. Anyway. I start, I start speaking out on TikTok. Uh, maybe the Susan Dones thread will come back to my head. Um, and about three months of speaking out, I'm like creating all kinds of TikTok. I'm getting the, uh, the predictable pushback, which I had seen other creators, anti-MLM creators warn about. 
So I was prepared and I knew that I needed to set boundaries if, um, by, for me, I did not want to have space on social media for cult apologists to spew their bullshit. It was hard enough for me to like leave a comment when I was like leaving or wanting a question without getting inundated and harassed from people currently within multi-level marketing. And this is the entire industry. This isn't just Monet. They see you. They're like, why are you? This is, you're just, you have a broke mindset. You're a terrible person. You know, they just, they just come out of the woodwork at you. So I'm like, no, for me, I'm going to work to create safe spaces for on my social media platform. So I was like, I delete and block. I'm like, I have zero tolerance. Not, not here. You got all over, you have everywhere else on the internet to go, not on my platform. So I started as I was creating content, I had this secret goal that I was hoping that maybe my coach might get out one day. And three months out of me speaking out, she actually sent me a message on TikTok and she's like, I'm working on my exit strategy. And I'm like, holy shit. But I, I was still new out. I, I was, this was, I was just starting to be like, oh my God, what I've been a part of, but she's still employed as a coach. She's waking up and I'm like, I have a little bit more experience to be like, oh shit, she doesn't know what's coming, but I don't, I can't tell her what to do. I have enough wherewithal where I'm like, I can't tell anybody what to do. So I had done a couple of interviews with other uh, podcasters, um, Danielle Bolster from Huns to Humans. And she had, she was a, like a therapist. And so I sent her a message and I asked her like, what should I do to support my coach? And she said, um, you're going to want to uh, talk and be like, yes. And did you notice this point about Ray and, and this incongruency and this contradiction? She says, and normally I would say yes, but for this case, just hold space for her and let her talk because she's got to hear herself. And so that was what I used. And I just mm -hmm. kind of sat there and um, she did eventually, she, she got out and like now she's speaking out. So that was like three, four months out. That's just of, of this, of speaking out. But then Ray continued to make content about me, but not mentioning my name, although everybody knows. And then I've, I'm, I'm still on TikTok, but I start to get the courage. I get, I go onto Instagram, got a lot of pushback from people, had to block a lot of people. I was, this was hundreds of comments a day. This is not a small one or two things. Cause I have like, right now I've got like 220,000 uh, followers on TikTok. I had a lot of fucking people I had to block. It was so bad. And then You're Instagram. Talking about because MLMers, like people's teens, they'll just sick their downlines and people yes. will just go crazy. And yeah. And I remember this whenever somebody would leave, this is what, what our leaders would tell people to do against people who left. So anyway, I hear you. Yeah. And I had never done this when I was in the MLM industry. I was like, how can you be doing this? You know, I felt like people were haters, but I never had behaved like that myself. But I was like, oh no. So I'm like, no, I'm getting stronger. I'm getting therapy. My coach is working on getting out. She's getting out. There's other people now that are, you know, I'm starting to get messages from other, other people in multi-level marketing companies that are working on their exit strategies. Few rank makers are kind of like sending me a message, but they're quite defensive. And I'm like, I can't talk to you. Like you're still in, I'm still unpacking what I've been a part of. Ray's starting to make content. He's continuing to make content about me because I'm hearing it from other people. And which um, is how, you know, you're getting under his skin because yeah, he couldn't which, possibly be making content yeah, of, unless exactly. he was boiling like a bull, but go <laughs> ahead. 
Uh, he yes. was just losing yes. his shit. We already know it. He was, he already was know losing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so, he was trying to act really calm on the videos. Totally. Yep. And then I I get the courage to post on Facebook because I see another rank maker. Have, she's she's making a Facebook live video about why she is now anti MLM, but she doesn't say anything about rank makers. But I was like, what? She's gone on to Facebook to do this? Like this is the nest. This is the viper nest of MLM. Like who? She's gonna get inundated. So because I saw her do it, it gave me the courage. I'm like, it's time. So then I started to post on Facebook, but I had learned from posting on TikTok and also Instagram that I got to be ruthless with setting my boundaries. I'm going to make it clear. This is I'm I'm my motives for posting here are to contribute to safe spaces on social media for people who have left the multi-level marketing industry to safely comment without being harassed and gaslit and mm. sent private messages to from people in MLM. And even when I would put these like disclaimers, not even a disclaimer, a warning, the rank makers, especially the men that were at the top of their pyramids, like the flying monkeys, men of Ray, they came out in full force. Mm. It was mm. wild. And I would, I would delete their comments and I'd be a look at that. It took one and a half minutes before this guy, I don't even know who he is, comments this whole big scathing thing like attacking me, all this, just this, all the stuff that they do wow. defending Ray, like what the fuck is going on here? And this was before I was even as loud as I am now. <laughs> Which again, just shows the ripple impact that you were making because <laughs> it's reminding me of like, I didn't ever do MLM online, but they were so scared of us going online because they knew they wouldn't be able to control us as well. And that we could easily see things that could influence, just like Stephen Hessen talks about, influence our thinking, right? Our beliefs. And so they were always trying to be the ones that were the only ones training what's going into our mind, right? And so I'm hearing that to break the pattern of Wealth Wednesday and Celebration yes. Friday and the attendance and all the things or to do the lives, it's really a threat to a system like that. Because when you start to independently think just as simple as going off and doing the TikTok, you don't see it as a big deal, but the ripple effect. And again, like you're just innocently doing it because you're like, I need some freedom and I can't keep doing this if I don't feel like my own sense of self. And before you knew it, you fucked this world on up. Yeah. And I was trying to help him. I'm like, oh, I, I finally you're on TikTok, even though you were a fucking asshole to me but saying all these videos about how it's ding dong and all this even despite all of that I'm like finally I was like I was always really thinking that oh finally this is gonna oh he's gonna love it like he's gonna be able to help all these other people his coaches are gonna be on it I just I just didn't see it I just didn't see it at the time <laughs> wow incredible and so now to start seeing other people that you were in ranker makers with starting to wake up and to do their own posts it just must yes. have felt so good. Like, oh yes, the, the cracks, the cracks in the wall. Yeah. You know, this is something that like, I'm still new out. I'm in, I'm a year and three months out I, or a year and four months out or whatever. Anyway, it's like April, 2023. And I was like out December, 2021. And I know I'm very new out at this. Um, but I felt like those first three months, it's like, I knew it was really important for me to speak out. I felt more like I felt a, a moral imperative to speak out. 
But it also, this is why I was bringing up Susan Doan's finally it comes back. The one thread waving in the wind, it's like finally attached. It's she's, she talked about how if there's a sinkhole in the road, she doesn't care who's in the cars coming up. She's going to park the car and be like, there's a sinkhole. Don't drive into the sinkhole. And that's that's how I feel. Just like from human nature, you know, not even like the needing to make amends, all these things play a part of it, but also there's danger ahead. And I want to warn people about this. So that was like, that's where that part came in. <laughs> and it's important. It's like you're, you're, you're operating and living with a level of vigilance that now you can transfer to properly protecting who needs to be protected. Cause you suddenly yes. realize you just came out of this very unprotected space where you gave wholeheartedly all of you, your essence, in fact, you know, yes. And, and so, oh, sorry. Of course you want to put up yield signs, like warning, warning. Yeah. So I'm proud of you for that. All the anti-MLMers, I'm just like, this is brilliant because <laughs> we see you and it's important. There's far more people that I know are in the industry still. I have people that I love that have recruit that I recruited that are still in the industry. And it's it's painful to witness because I can I can see the symptoms. You know, I can see the signs and yet the facade of intensity and, and success and all the things are there, but it's painful, you know? It, it is. And um, being able to create uh, for me has been very healing. And also um, it can, it can achieve like contributing to somebody starting to wake up. Not the only thing they wake up on their own. It's all on them. I don't want to be taking any credit for that. Like that's, it's important that they're their locus of control is within them. They have their autonomy. Um, but it was just like all these other pieces of content I was taking in as I was waking up, it all contributed to helping me understand what happened to me. Yes. Know that it wasn't my fault that there's like, and to also have the courage to be like, no, fuck you. This is, I said, I was going, I talked about how I slit my wrists when I was in my twenties. And I talked about abusive relationships and trying to recruit somebody. I'm like, that's take, you don't get to hold that over me. I'm going to own what I did. And I'm going to say, you fucking trained me to do it. And I loved it. I thought it was great training. And now I know better and I can say all that and it, and it takes it away. So using like what I love to create on TikTok, playing around also um, being able to be consistent for years, doing videos. It's like, I'm going to do this to expose this fucker. <laughs> and I'm going to show up with compassion. I'm going to be creative. I'm going to do skits. I'm going to be irreverent. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to do whatever I want because there's no rules. I can post as many times as I want on whatever platform I want. That's so then it's like <laughs> to limit. Why would they limit the amount of times you're posting except for control? That's the only reason yeah. I can come up with. Do you have another yeah. one? Do you know why they only limit it's control. it twice? It's control. Ray, his world is Facebook. It was anyway. He's like, you can only post two times a day maximum on Facebook. He'd have all these rules. It's so weird. Random. <laughs> it yeah, is. And, and anyway, so it's it's hearing you as a creator, your your genuine enthusiasm to like that existed before because you just wanted that platform, but now it's like you know, your inner drive and your creativity. It's like all these elements of yourself are kind of honing in to be like, I'm so fiercely excited about exposing this manipulator. And I love the videos you create where you're showing the video 
because it's almost like we're in the inner sitter circle video. Like, I don't know what those videos are. Those his free Fridays are those like no. inner groups are those challenges? 14 day challenge, 14 day challenge is the one I'm sharing. And I've been, I've been making YouTube videos on it now. So I've got like, they're long and I've been taking clips from them and then putting that into like a smaller chunk to post on Instagram. But those are within the 14 day challenge group because he presents a much different persona on the outside than the closer you get. 14 day challenge, the mask slips. Inner circle slips even further. I can imagine I saw him with his coaches, even worse. Yeah. And it's really important that that people hear this, right? Because it's this uh, this language of alignment and purpose and all these wonderful things as the big net. That's the big net that catches everybody, right? And then once you've committed, meaning you've showed up consistently and how he showed that stair step free Friday. And then the next one, 14 day challenge. And then the next one, you actually are being implanted with these are my steps. If I want to get success, I need to follow those steps. So automatically you're brand new and you're like, I'm going to hit that hundred circle club. And you know, and do you know, I mean, I was 22 years old when I wanted to be in the hundred K club, having zero idea what that even meant. And it was only, you know, in 2022, when I learned about a book similar, like what you're talking about, that I saw, oh, the inner circle club, the 100K club, the this, you had another one. I'm going to write it. Um, the top earners club, the, you know, all the special group, like this is a part of the formula, kids. And it is very predatory and it is very, very systematic. There's nothing new here you know, and yet it feels special because it has all the elements of belonging, of striving for something, of mentorship, of giving back, of getting better, you know, all these things, which when you study cults or interpersonal relationships, you realize these are things that all of us need as humans. This yes. isn't even our fault. <laughs> and, and, you know, what's so insidious about Ray and multi and rank makers with the multi-level marketing coaching is that they don't need to work to defend why your MLM isn't a pyramid scheme. He, he will make some content on that, but we're already believing it's a legitimate business model. He knowingly like uses using that. that language yes. of MLM in this system, which is yeah. what makes us extra sinister. Yes. Which is what, what, why this whole idea that there's coaching groups for the MLM industry. I know some top MLMers that are my good friends that have started coaching businesses. Because as you started this episode with, what else are they to do? Yeah. You know, it's like you're either going to keep recruiting because you have to in your industry or you're at the top enough of your own chain, but you've also plateaued because unless you keep personally recruiting, you're still not going to make more money, but you have to keep the facade that you're making money. So you need to definitely be making money elsewhere. It's just, it's one never ending cycle. Yeah. And they choose to continue the abuse. Well, Which is Ray, like, yeah, like Ray's, Ray's system. This is know? so sick because, yeah, he's yeah. created a whole system around his own name, right? The Higdon yeah. Group, creating mm -hmm. university, you know. Yeah. They and use, the people, they'll like use they, things like if you invest in an education, how much do you pay over four years? They'll give analogies like this, literally making us feel that the investment that you're putting into a thing like rank makers or that next hundred circle coaching mentorship is equal to getting a PhD. Yeah. 
they're making you think it's yes. equivalent by by selling in that way. Yes. And you're not only like you're 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 elevated like um, intellectually, emotionally, and also with this deep like community connection. I need to touch on this reality show that he made. These two oh. seasons of this reality show, it's was called Play to Win, and it is it's still up on YouTube. I know a lot of creators have already like ripped them off, like to download them in case he ever gets rid of them because it is so abusive and it's up there for the world to see. And I did not see the abuse at the time. And it is sickening to me. This is one of the things that I've had to really, like really, I still struggle with Mm. is not seeing the abuse, but seeing it as something completely different. And I look at it now and I'm like, where was my mind? I cannot believe this went on. I can't even believe this is the same show. So mm. what he did and his wife did is they um, got for 2019. Anyway, the first season of this thing, they got rank makers to send in videos to say why they should be on this reality show. I think there was one person on this show that wasn't a rank maker. And you can tell on this thing, like he gets kicked out right away. <laughs> and it's horrible. It's it's straight up abuse. He coaches everybody. Um, he pressures them to tell abusive stories, trauma stories. Um, and will. Um, so, for example, this one, it's still up there. He'll as a woman that is like, um, why do you want to work for the Higdon group? And then she'll start talking and he'll interrupt her and he'll be like, tell us more about when, you know, your husband tried to kill you. And then she'll like, of course, start crying and they'll have like um, a red filter with a knife flashing on. It's like stock footage. And then they'll say, okay, now tell us why you want to either be coached by me for a year or work for me. And this, it's a format. They do this with every person. It's so Mm. gross. And then I've learned from other um people that have been on this show that the reason why they're too afraid to speak out is because he has collateral on them. He has this footage that it was shot that they don't know if it's going to be released where they admitted all their deepest, darkest stuff. And anyway, my, my friend actually won the first season of this reality show and she has made, she's, she speaks out when she wants now and then. Um, but she did get the year coaching from him and it was not good. The second yeah. season of this reality show, all of us are watching this reality show as it's playing out. And we think this is great coaching. So can you imagine like leaving, you know, you wake up, you leave, you realize if you're, if, if you are taking in other kinds of content, you're starting to learn about cults. It's a lot. There's people that I've been speaking with that are rank makers that have left. They're only now realizing that it wasn't their fault, what they've been a part of. It's only starting to open for them right now. 2020, they did it again, this reality show. And it's, I don't know if it's even worse or if it's just what they're showing is worse, but they have the contestants on a couch, a big L-shaped couch and rapid fire. They get them to tell like their trauma stories and you see people breaking down and, and Ray and his wife sit there and is like, okay, all right, next one. I'm like, oh, this is for multi-level marketing. This is supposed to be about growing your business. There are top earners. There are a lot of people who have been coached by Ray and they think that this abusive behavior is okay and they emulate it and they implement their own coaching things into their multi-level marketing companies. They're separate things. And then that's what I meant about like carrying on the abuse that they learned from Ray because none of us see it. It's so nuts. So there's that part. That's, That's just starting to come out more and more. 
in the public. The, this abuse of the abuse of coaching yeah. style and yeah. the extent that he would go the yeah. formula you talked about in terms of like how you learn to tell a story <sighs> um, and how he's using that as a similar format. Cause it's a breaking down, right? It's yeah. making somebody, somebody become vulnerable and then you pull back so that they kind of feel like there's actually some space and then you lean back in and, um, and it, and it's, it's, it's a part of a sales tactic, right? And if one is being manipulative, then a sales tactic like this can be very manipulative, right? If you're learning it as a formula that be sure to tell this emotional story. So we didn't hear it like that, but it's similar in like, you have to tell your story in a way that majority of people can relate to it, right? So you're trying to generalize your uniqueness into platitudes of relatability. So it's manipulating your own experience so that you're kind of moving an audience with you. Yes. Um, and and also like galvanize to keep taking action because um, to keep showing up and doing these stories, yeah. telling your story, improving how well you can manipulate people by saying, if you don't, you are failing the people who were abused just like you. They're waiting. Wow. They could just be on Facebook that day. And because you didn't get, take your fat ass off and watch Netflix instead, you just couldn't just walk, do your live video. You just had to take a break. You That person, they just killed themselves. He has no fucking boundaries, this man. He that uses, horrible. he uses, like he'd quote Victor Frankl. He would talk about Nazi concentration camps. This shit is still up on his reels. He uses I saw this, his quote yeah. of Victor Frankl on his website. Oh yeah, he does. Uh, and, he uses that all the time. Yeah, and Ugh. it's like, folks, if you understand the Victor Frankl's, you know, it's like, I got that quote in network marketing too. That was definitely one of the ones that came in training, you know? And so- that that quote right so like yeah. the, when we comes to the self-development that gets we call it recycled because none of the training in network marketing is ever new because they only want you to do the same three steps over and over again and if you do get too fucking creative you're actually a loser because you're not following the system and so you end up becoming this pariah because you're unique and genuine and you care and, you know, like you actually have some healthy boundaries. You're not just repeating this regurgitated stuff that needs to be come out like the two times. It has to be two. Huh? What? You know, because what we're talking about is cult coercion. They're trying to get you to not think there's no more critical thinking allowed. You're just following a methodology and the methodology is what creates results. One, two, three, one, two, three. It's when you think you, you're so ego that you can go one, two, three, four, five, six. Four, five, six is where your ego goes. I know that's a coaching thing they taught you. <laughs> I'm like nodding my head through everything you're saying. I'm like, yes, this is everything. Yes. Thank you for translating what I'm trying to spit out here. This is no, exactly no, it. You're saying it. Yeah. What I'm hearing is how those coaches were talking to you. Right. And so I want audiences to hear like you're experiencing real life threat because someone you look up to is literally taking away and then giving you energy in real life as a form of a coercion to get you to do that next call to action. And when 
you don't know you're in it because you think you're a part of something bigger. It's the same reason why anybody joins a cult. You don't think you're in a cult. You think you're a part of something great until you realize, holy smokes, what am I actually in? You had a, a video and you showed it with him and it was this whole thing about until, until, yeah. the until, and he spells U-N-T-I-L and it's capital and you square it in a box. And I mean, we've done trainings like that, you know? I remember the top leaders in the company I was in doing trainings in our special elite circles just like that. So once again, it's like, I know he's among all the other MLM, MLM coaches that are just using that same regurgitated 1% works, you know, the 3% works for the 97% works for the 3%. Like it's the same thing because you are a peak performer inside, right? And they're reading your personality and they're dishing the things that they need you to do to stay within their, your, to stay being a performance bunny. bunny. Yes. I, when I began speaking out, I had already felt more of an, uh, like a e being equal footing with Ray. I had felt that before, like when in that 2019, when everybody was showing this attention to me, but then I'm like, but this guy is just a guy, but because yeah. I felt more confident because I had grown a following for whatever that is worth on TikTok, I felt, I felt like, no, I know what I'm talking about. And I yeah. felt like there was this more of this equal footing. And so he had also asked me to shout him out on TikTok and like send him followers, which you can't send anybody anything. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't do that kind of shit. I'm like, I said, I'll, I, I was still like in, which I think it's really funny now. When I look back, I'm like, good for you, Julie. Right. I was like, when my instincts tell me like to do a piece of content, I will, <laughs> that must've pissed him off. But then I, I did, I thought of something. Cause I thought, well, I want to give people a reason to maybe follow him. So I said, these are three things I learned from my mentor, Ray Higdon. And I made a fucking video and people did go follow him because of me. And I felt that was another piece of, of me wanting to speak out and be like, look at, I put people in harm's way. I, I, I recruited people. I referred them to him. And I like used myself as like, yeah, I'm saying that it's safe and it's, it can be a lot of unsafe, not very safe at all on social media. And I harm people. And I also was like, as I began healing, I'm like, you're fucking, you know, you're not, you're not anything. You're this, you're this fucking man. You're a person. I'm a person too. So I felt more of like, all right, Let's fucking go then. Like, I'm going to make my content. I'm going to speak out and I'm not going to be intimidated by you anymore. After I got therapy, I was like, um, yep. it came to a point in one of the sessions where my psychologist, because I said, I can, I, I said his name and then he tentatively like said his name back to me. It was almost like he was seeing my reaction and I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> yes. um, and, and I really want listeners to hear that, that you know, we're really talking about what it means when tyranny gets internalized. You know, when you have a leader mentor that you followed and dedicated and you believe their system is, is a ticket to, you know, not just wealth, but to inner riches, you know, what it means to live in alignment, right? The terror that happens inside when this person starts messing with you psychologically, you start questioning your own self. Like I remember you talking about 
why, why would he be making a video? You're questioning whether that's actually about you. You know, that kind of stuff is really like double binding psychologically and it, and it can really break us down. So I, I feel like it's just so beautiful to hear how you kept a sense of your own spirit because you had your own following. You had done that on your own. That wasn't Ray's coaching. That was yeah. a sense of, I fucking did that. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you know, all of your shit wasn't over there. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I, I feel like even now, like speaking out, I'm like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to lose my humanity. I don't know. Like I, I for a, a while, I thought maybe he doesn't know. <laughs> maybe he's unaware of what he's doing. Maybe, you know, he's really brainwashed. He's been in 11 different multi-level marketing companies. So he says he, I, you know, I went back on his blog back to 2008 and he's talking about going to Landmark Forum and, he has, you know, hired Grant Cardone as a coach. So he's got like, I'm like, maybe he just really believes this, but it, and people were telling me, no, Julie, he knows exactly what he's doing. And it's <laughs> taken me a while as I decided to expose one of these 14 day challenge contests. I'm going back and commenting and reacting to each one of these trainings. Um, and the one, one of them, what you were referring to is when he like loses his shit. And he's like, until I'm, I'm going to show up until I'm going to do this until, but the thing is, is I don't even remember that I, for us, my, my one friend, she just said this. Um, she says it was like, we were so desensitized to the abuse. I don't even remember it. There's so many, I'm looking back now at these, some of these 14 day challenge videos. And I'm like, just much like our conversation, when you say a piece, it clicks in my mind. I'm like, that's what he was doing. He knew, he knew this whole time. He is excellent at manipulating people, which then as I was speaking, out, it was about a year after I was speaking out, he decided that he is now a prophet. He has never been religious before. Oh yes. And he converts to, apparently he's recruited by somebody um, called Yaya Backer, who I looked up on Facebook. He says, I'm a wealthy, I like help wealthy businessmen create a legacy and I'm like, oh no, this has just taken a dark fucking turn because it was bad enough with all this other shit. I did not see this coming and neither did a lot of other rank makers. So he started in the last four months, four or five months now, he started a new group called Walk in Faith with Ray. And it's up to six and a half thousand people. He goes live every day in the group, much like he did in Rank Makers, which is when I'm like, you know what? He's doing the exact same things using the same concepts, the same manipulative strategies. Some of the training is the same. He's just copying and pasting it and like using biblical verses. And he's also, and we could he's see- rebranding is what He's, he's doing. rebranding. Slowly rebranding because he knows he's getting caught up. He's going to get caught up. And, you know, the pandemic is a perfect transition period, right? For him to have found God. But this just happened the last four or five months, finding God. He didn't find God in the pandemic. He just found God like at the end of 2022. Yeah. And what, wow. uh, what alarms me is that, uh, so I'm like, I don't want to lose my humanity in this. I want to keep- my compassion. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want him to fucking suffer. I want him to get help and I want him to stop help harming people. He's so, hurt. He has scammed thousands of people and he's continuing to, and he's now he's going on with his profit thing. He's made a video talking about how he's interpreted a Bible verse that end times are 2028. 20, like this fucker knows how to drop these things. He calls them a high profit mumble. So my wow. advocacy has taken this other where I'm like, I'm at the wrong place at the wrong time. 
happened to have got out, happened to have a big enough platform to make enough of a splash so other people are now coming forward and getting and speaking out and helping others because there's a lot going on in the underground in the DMs. People are leaving. They're, they're not saying anything. They're too afraid or whatever. They're scared. But there's this other movement now that's going on. And I'm I'm terrified. I I mean, I what I've been learning about cults, like this shit does not end well. He's just linked up with a guy yesterday because um, a lot of creators are have their eyeballs on him. This just happened yesterday. He started a new workshop. And this person that he's hooked up with, um, I, I can't remember the name of it, so I don't want to mis, misuse it or whatever. But you can see them on this call together. And the guy says, well, we're, there's, there's, there's this religious group. We're going to um, create wealth for all of humanity, God's wealth. God wants you to be wealthy. And what we do is we are taking a ballistic frontal assault on um, praying for people. And we wait in, in handicapped parking lots. That's what he said. Because we know the people that pull in there are going to need to be prayed over. And then we also show up uninvited. This is his own words, this dude, um, to emergency rooms. And we pray for people who are going there. And he talks about this. He tells this story. This is so freaking triggering. And this just happened yesterday. And I'm like, uh, says, oh, there's this woman there for a DNC. And I put, we put our hands on her belly. And then the baby leaped in the womb. These two fucking white guys talking about a baby leaping in the womb. You can't even make this shit up. And then he says, he says, and you know, I know this sounds crazy, but we've already raised a dozen people from the dead. And Ray Higdon is sitting there going like this. Nodding his head and smiling. And I'm like, what is going on? Whoa. Okay. So we got a full on Rainmakers is full in effect. His trainings, that system's going, except he's obviously having some, some exodus happening. So things are starting to crumble in there. He's making this four month ago turn to being a man of God, a prophet, no less, where he's getting downloads or uh, every hour, every Every hour, hour he's he's getting downloads. Oh, wow. So what I hear you saying is just the sheer disgust, but also the terror of like, damn, like this is how it is happening, right? Like this is what happens. It goes from one cult into a new morphed version and it's never ending. It just, and that's what makes it scary because you obviously know the amount of people he impacted in through self-development take those same techniques and you're saying he's basically taking the same trainings yes he is creating and I the can same exact it. thing yeah. but it's just now using godly language instead of success yeah. language and i and i i can prove it and i have been and i'm and any and what's nice is like exposing it is that other people can too because Absolutely. that's the biggest thing it's got to be everybody right. else it's making yeah. the links right because yeah. when they rebrand we just kind of move on and focus on our own healing and then they just end up rebranding and getting a whole bunch of new folks mm-hmm. in so it's really, wow, it's really potent what you're saying that you're you're actively um, posting, kind of keeping that connecting thread so people can see what this manipulator is doing. And we have to see that this is what predators do. I found the language so interesting of that guy saying, we go and prey on them. Yes. And I was he like, said it. <laughs> well, believe them when they say it, right? <laughs> Not pray for them, right? <laughs> um, but listen to that, right? Because I think that's what I've learned so much around cultic studies in the last three years was that the more I focused on healing my experience with growing up in a cult and then having joined a cult in MLM, 
I could just start seeing the predatory patterns everywhere, which is what brings me to this podcast. It's like the predatory patterns are everywhere, right? Every group. So if we blame the group alone, we're going to end up joining another one. We just won't be able to recognize it. But if we can speak to the patterns that you're pulling out, you're pointing it out because it's important you point out the person you're talking about. You have a lot of people that can be helped by seeing your material over time. But sometimes we don't have a person to point out, right? We just have a system or a group or a thing that's not going to stop. Like 3HO Kundalini Yoga, it's not stopping. You know, Ray is not stopping. So what do we do? We have to talk about it. That's the thing is that, and that's like trying to come to terms with that, like that he's just going to keep going. And I just, it's, it's hard because there's people that I care about that were my friends. I don't know if they still are my friends. Some have blocked me, but I still think of them as friends. And I, 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 I have to believe that they're going to get out. I hope they get out one day. Yeah. And I, I'm really afraid of, of just how extreme he is and how far he'll go. That's what I'm, my mind goes right there, especially when he said about the end times and he has a date, like he, he does this thing. It's called a high profit mumble. And what so it means sick. is he'll, it is, he'll like, he'll sprinkle it in. He taught us how to do this. So he would say, you're doing this live video. It's like, hi, everyone. My name is Julie Anderson. Happy Friday. I'm going to share with you three ways that you can um, lengthen the burn time of your candle. Not tip number one, tip number two, tip number three. By the way, if you've ever wanted to grow your hair longer, <laughs> send me a message with hair and I'll send you my PDF thing of five tips to grow your hair. And like send you this message, start like this initiating this conversation with people. Like, holy fuck, this whole thing. I see, I I just see it's it's so mixed up. It's so fucking complicated. And then you got to explain to people that the multi-level marketing industry is not a legitimate business model. They're in a commercial cult. And oh, by the way, the MLM coach has decided he's a prophet and is like, like my fucking brain is rattled. I know, it's so disturbing. <laughs> it really is. It's so disturbing. And I, yeah. I just want to say, I, I really honor your ferocity and your, your, your passion here. And I, and I really stand for your healing in all this because you're helping others heal as you do this. It's real time healing. Like people ask me about this in relation to my podcast with 3HO because it's, it's a form of, and somebody told me this and I was like, that's exactly what it is. It's a form of exposure therapy. So I'm, I'm letting, you know, by constantly talking it through and witnessing the patterns, I can point it out, but you're doing the same thing, right? You're creating short reels of content by taking material that you've been manipulated with and that and you were taught to manipulate with too. And by willingness to go into it and to see it with new eyes, a, it, it does support and uplift our own healing, but it also supports others to pierce their veil of, of what coercion of that, of that foggy space where you're not choosing, you're just going along. So you're poking that as a possibility for people. And I think it's beautiful. Thank you. Yes. Well, we've gone lots of places and I'm really happy that you did. Um, I love everything you've shared. I do want to make sure you've covered everything you want to cover though. So I want to know if there's anything else that you feel like you didn't get to share with us that you'd really like to make sure we get in this episode. I guess maybe just like a special message to any rank maker out there that comes across our conversation. 
now or in the years to come or whatever that um you're uh I know that you really believe in what you're doing and that you are an incredible person exactly as you are and that there is nothing wrong with your mindset that's all I want to say <laughs> that's right beautiful there's nothing wrong with you you got everything you already need so true so true well, I just really appreciate everything that you've brought to our conversation today. And I hope that the listeners that you really take this to heart, you know, and tune in. I didn't know who Ray was or Rank Makers, but I tuned in and now he's on my radar. And it's important that we have these characters on our radar um, because they do morph and distort and then um, rebrand themselves. And before you know it, 20 years later, there's a whole nother decades worth of, of stories of abuse. So Julie, I just really appreciate the advocacy and, um, and the voice that you really bring to this issue of commercial cults, but specifically within the leadership and coaching field. Tell us about why you chose your song. All right. Thank you so much, Guru Nishan. I, re I really appreciate you. Um, this song, it, it jacks me up and it makes uh, me feel like a badass. <laughs> I love it. I also think it's like a warning shot because sometimes like I'll use, I use music in a lot of my content. Um, I'll do stories on Instagram and Facebook because a lot of people within rank makers, they might be too afraid to look at my content um, publicly, but they can look in the stories and this, and in the stories, when you link it with music, it can, you know, it evokes that feeling, those good feelings. So for those reasons, that's why I chose that. <laughs> Awesome. And this has made me think of another question to ask you. Um, when you were taught the rank makers way of creating social media content, was it to do that? Was it to add music? Was it to do nope. other things? Or was it more like systematic around like um, share something vulnerable, then this, then this? Was it yeah. more systematic around that? Yeah. The way I create content is purely my own. What I was doing when I was in network marketing was so structured. You can see the difference. It's like night and day. <laughs> it's like black and white. <laughs> um, but I want to point out that the video you would, the, just the example you had given us right before we were closing out where you talked about the candle. And so mm -hmm. it's, I'm going to give you three steps. Oh, Hello yeah. Friday, Super Friday. And then three <laughs> steps. And then you threw in there. And then by the way, if you want to, that was because you're selling Monate, right? So yeah. you're throwing in that. Um, see, so, but so basically he's teaching you a system to where you give three things they want, like lesson one, lesson two, lesson three. Um, and then you're throwing in something that people might be envying on you, like something, but you're not like making it sound like you want to sell it to them. You're just kind of throwing it in there. And by the way, I'll give you this gift. So then they're <laughs> DMing you. Yes. And so this is a part of the strategy because you want people yep. to be reaching out to you to be like, Hey, you had said about the hair. And then it gives you an invitation to start talking to them about your MLM. Exactly. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And then what I want to point out about that concept that, that you really broke down was how the way it's taught, you're, you're basically teaching relatability. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> right. So what they're doing is because the reason a good network marketer is good or a good coach is good is because you're creating a magnetic quality that people want what you have, as opposed to you trying to sell it. So it's not like I have anything to sell. Hey, I'm just wanted to just drop in and blah, 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 and blah, 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 and, and, and whatever. And then suddenly because of my relatability, people want to be around me. And then they reach out because by the way, you do have good hair. So <laughs> and it's right? not money. <laughs> Thank you. 
I was just clarifying if that was because when I heard it, I was like, oh, that seems like a classic MLM video. And it is. It It is. is. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, really good classic MLMers that are leadership trainers, you can tell because there's just a certain quality about their um, interpersonal connectivity. So it's kind of like, well, hey, how are you? They be sure to get your name and then you sure to repeat your name back. And then like the handshake. I'm so-and-so and they might put their hand up all wide like that, you know, oh. or just interesting interactions that are very typical MLMers. And when I watch Ray and the things you're talking about, these are a part of the formulas that quote, make us more magnetic, which makes us more in alignment, which attracts us, yada, yada, and all the things. So I love hearing your own creativity coming out. Um, and on that, when you went to the live events, mm-hmm. was music a big thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. High Hopes by Panic at the Disco was one. And I kind of use that now. Like now I fucking use it back. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going to take this back. I know. What you did. <laughs> and so I'll be like, new video on YouTube. I'm like, bah, 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 bah. I'm like, just like in your face, you know? <laughs> Well, what I love about that is that you're using the manipulative tactics in humorous ways so that hopefully, like you're saying, whoever's watching the content, that's of how we break cognitive dissonance, isn't it? Right. Something that gives us this nostalgia feeling of reminding you of that, of that inner circle meeting. You're now breaking that up and saying, no, 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 let me show you the distortion here. But you're using the nostalgia song to break that pattern. Yes. So great. Humor. And humor, like you said, humor is huge. Like it, it, that can bring down a lot of resistance. I found with myself and for healing, like it's so it's, it just, there's these topics and talking about Ray and what he's done and what we've been part of is so intense. It's intense for people who've never even heard of him. They're like really affected by what like learning, what they know about him. And so making it humorous, it's like challenging, but it's also healing and it's fun. Like it makes, I don't know, it's, it's really strange. I can't talk about all this seriousness. All, it is bad, but it's like, you know what? His teeth are too fucking white. <laughs> I can say shit like that because I don't have any rules now. Yeah. I'm not trying to recruit anybody. I'm just putting my spin on it. Like today in my stories, I put a whole bunch of, I like to take screenshots of comments and I'll blur out the names because it's kind of like, it's, it's a speaking a language that people in multi-level marketing understand. It's like social proof. Oh, look at all these comments. Cause Ray would do that. He's have all these comments of people. This person says, Oh, my coaching is so amazing. Before I joined rank makers, I had little engagement on my Facebook live videos. I hadn't recruited anybody in the last four months. And after joining rank makers within 90 days, I recorded, I recruited 45 new people. Like it, we all know what we, what we would need to say in order to get attention from him yeah. or to be in like, you know, featured on an email or whatever like that. So when I can put screenshots, but then I'll like put it with some fun music. And like today I put a whole bunch of capybaras <laughs> dancing, like they're all dancing with their bums. <laughs> I just keep putting more and more and more. And it's just to break it up because it's the, the comments are so serious, but then it's like, we can have fun and live our lives after too. That's what I'm trying to convey anyway. <laughs> Yeah. And I think it's beautiful. Again, I didn't do MLM in the days of social media. So things like the simplicity of TikTok or the funness, I haven't entered into the realm of funness. Like I have so much envy for you. I'm kind of like, oh, this is so great to witness someone who just really, really, it's just wonderful because 
if you are a content creator, if it ain't fun, don't, you shouldn't be doing it, right? Like, yeah. what are we doing? And so I've, I've just committed to that much. If I'm not having fun, I'm not going to do it. So I love the spirit approach to that um, and how not systematic that is according to where you come from. So it's extra exciting to me, you know, that it is breaking that programming and realizing there is a lot of learning through fun content. Like your things are fun. Like I didn't even know who this was and I'm engaged because you're talking about like, I hear this training of the dude and then you repeat it, but like you're <laughs> copying it, like you're lip syncing him. And then he says it and then you repeat it. And then, and then it was so cute. Then you were like, should I just light the candle now, baby? And it was basically, <laughs> Julie was basically getting at this motherfucker's gaslighting me. That's basically what she wanted to say. But instead of just coming out and being like, you see this motherfucker, he's gaslighting me. She's doing this whole skit that's so funny back and forth. So of course it's more engaging. And then you have this like flame, you know, the emoji flame or something. I don't know that piece of content. It's so fun. Anyway, it's a recent one because I, I just oh, was tuning into some of your okay. things. And I wanted to know who Ray was before you came right. on, the, on the podcast. So I was like, let me tune into a couple of these. But I, I, I literally got pulled in before I knew who he was or you were um, because I can relate to that kind of self-development gaslighting. When you're, quote, being trained up in these leadership systems, yeah. you get some really harsh um, philosophies around what it's going to take. And I am 100% with you. I've unsubscribed from those things. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Nope. I am not making money like that. Yeah. Nope. I'm never doing that again. Nope. I'm never fucking doing that again. And so I just, I, I'm so with you around that. Like, nope, 100% my creativity. And I do it like, yeah. you know, and it's like, yes, because that's why you grow and that's why you impact and that's why you reach. And that's why you influence people that are in high levels that are probably like, what the F do I do with my life now? This is such an important point. So. On to ACDC. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Green Nation. Let's uh, let's hear this song and let's. And now, for copyright purposes, we don't play the whole thing, as you know. But you can listen to the Uncomfortable Conversations playlist. The link is in the show notes, so you can listen to the whole damn song because it's worth it. And here we go, Thunderstruck by ACDC. <laughs> is a good reminder of a song to help you move some energy. So thank you for that. Add that to the playlist and listen up folks. 
Um, it's funny. One of the, the leaders in my old company, that was always his entrance to the Sage song. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I know. It's so funny. So that's where that brings me. But it, it totally is that kind of like lift you up. But there's whole genres of songs that are that that always bring me back to there. So I just I really appreciate you giving us this really interesting lens into how how self-development has um, continued to grow into the social media space and how coercive control is all up in it. So whether it's commercial cults or religious cults, um, these folks, these leaders rebrand themselves. So um, keep your thinking caps on, your critical thinking caps on, keep your eyes wide open. And uh, any last words here, Julie? Thank you. That's what I got to say to you. Thank you so much. And thank you to your listeners. I really appreciate you. Absolutely. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, be sure to share this podcast, go back and listen to it and share this podcast with a friend, some that you know is in the multi-level marketing industry um, and just share it along. You never know who it will impact. Thanks for tuning in. This has been another episode of Uncomfortable Conversations on Predators in Business, Community, and Culture. If you need support beyond this listening space, you can connect with me at gurunishan.com. I'm a writer, speaker, and trauma healing activist, offering free and paid resources, online courses, and consulting in personal and professional reinvention. If you'd like to be a guest and share your story, please email me at gn at gurunishan.com or check the show notes for details. Please also like, subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast with someone that you love. Please remember your listening and sharing support is greatly appreciated. The information presented in this podcast are for general educational purposes only. The views and opinions expressed are solely the views of the individuals involved. By listening, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Nothing in this podcast is intended to replace the services of a trained therapist, doctor, or health professional, or otherwise to substitute for professional mental health, medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Guru Nishan LLC and affiliate organizations shall under no circumstances be liable to any listener of the podcast or viewer for any action or inaction on your part as a result of the content you consume on this podcast or for any adverse reaction, including any emotional distress you experience as a result of consuming this podcast.